seeking collaborations with influential people, at GZPR, we create passion-fueled collaborations that go beyond traditional representation, a performance agency that onboards new clients every month. Our focus is on POC collaborations. Contact us now at hellogzpr.com, a self-aware public relations agency exploring world perspectives with leading talents. Hello and welcome. My name is Tiffany Farag and welcome to Get to Know You Cafe. In my mission to open conversations and access deeper dialogue, I wanted to hear from you listeners on last week's question and discussion. Last week's podcast when Javon and I discussed the question, are we truly capable of unconditional love? We received a number of responses that further deepen dialogue. Joining us today on the Get to Know You Cafe is Lee from Tuesday's episode. Welcome back, Lee. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be back. It's great, to, great for you to be back. Earlier, you were given the topic from last week's podcast to reflect, and you've also listened to the episode. Prior to listening to the different responses, what were your thoughts on the question and discussion? Yeah, so when I first looked at the question and kind of sank into what I thought about it, in a lot of ways, I felt the question question has a number of different layers. It's interesting. Are we capable of unconditionally loving ourselves and others? Uh, we certainly are capable. But inversely, it actually requires conditions for us to unconditionally love. So it's yes. rather paradoxical in its nature. And yet, when I then delved into the episode, I found a lot of things that resonated and a lot of the similar things and themes came up that I'd initially thought of when I'd brainstormed the question myself and let it bounce around my own mind. Uh, but a lot of it does come down to, uh, firstly, being able to love ourselves, because for us to be able to express unconditional love, we need to have a certain level of clarity within ourselves and be able to almost leverage that to be able to unconditionally love others. Yeah, And sure. there's some levels of having to accept ourselves and accept the circumstances because the biggest barrier to unconditionally loving others is the fact that we've not accepted the reality of the world around us and the reality of other human beings. And for as long as we don't have that acceptance, then we always look through our own lens and then try to impose that on others, which then creates conditions. Absolutely, yeah. uh, Which then creates a certain set of obstacles and barriers that those people must overcome to be either worthy or in position to be unconditionally loved. That's such a great point. That's mm -hmm. such a great point that you point out there. There's conditions for us to love unconditionally. Yeah, so again, that's what these episodes are about, and it's about expanding the conversation and looking at it from different angles because every single question could be approached in in the unique way from every individual that you asked, and that's the real beauty of the human condition. And yet for us to unconditionally love others, we need to have the acceptance and appreciation that they will see the lives' questions differently. 
And Absolutely. when we can step back and understand that, then that actually opens up the space because we're, we remove that judgment. We re- start to remove those obstacles, barriers and hurdles for other people to overcome. We start to accept people as they are and accept life as it is. And when we can step into that space of acceptance and commitment to love others, then suddenly we are capable of unconditionally loving other people and ourselves. Sure, absolutely. I like that. I, I, like that's probably the more of the term that we should be because I guess like what we all view unconditional love will be different. What we what we feel a person can give or accept will be all different. But I like how you put it, like just accept the other person that you see completely. That's unconditional love, accepting all parts of them, all 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 of their actions, all of their behaviors, all of their thinking. That essentially is a con- unconditional love, right? Yeah, and in so many ways we can step in front of ourselves. We actually sometimes need the permission to unconditionally love other people because really it requires us to get out of our own way. And with the way that we with the way that we're brought up, with the society that we live in today, it's challenging to get there. We not we're not only surrounded and covered by society's muck as we grow up from a very young age, but what I find in my work, and I don't work directly with relationships, and don't actually reference love that often, but ultimately, our relationship attachments, we don't really define love as a child. We we see how our parents treat us and how our peers treat us, and we make judgments on that and start to form our own identity and our own beliefs during that period. But we don't really identify an anchor into love sure. not until we're a little bit older. And at more that like point, mimic. It then starts to become more about yeah, so more modelled from society's constructs. But as we actually look to develop deep, honest relationships. It's kind of it hits adolescence. Now, the thing about adolescence is, for so many of us, given the you know physiological hormonal changes, how quickly we're growing and developing, the new pathways that are being created in in our brains, ultimately, it's a, it's a very unstable time for almost all of us as we try to define and understand ourselves while trying to make relationship attachments to others. Yes. And those patterns that we quite often repeat from our childhood into our adolescence then become our default pattern of relationships, which is why so many people then repeat that over and over again. But in that period of adolescence, it's very, very difficult to define what you want from relationship and how you can be loved unconditionally when you're still finding yourself. Yes, and yeah. you don't have a lot of reference points. And a lot of the reference points don't really bring you back. Because, again, another thing is this is not often talked about. This is not something that you really see. Like, it's referenced in the Bible and it's referenced in, it's referenced in, you know, in, in certain parts of culture. And, yeah, it's, it's something that when you're trying to find yourself, you're looking outside. There's not really much about starting to accept ourselves because we want we're we're, because we're target driven 
So we're teleological beings. We, we're goal-orientated. It, trying to achieve that love becomes a goal. When it becomes a goal, it gets structure. And when it gets structure, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't flow naturally and we're not able to... Unconditional love is not some, it's not a goal. It's not a fixed no. point. It's no. a process. Exactly. And we struggle to anchor into that. Actually, that compounds. It's incremental. It moves over time as you develop yourself and develop an acceptance of others. Yes. And when it, it's, it's difficult for people to catalyze that because it's easier to judge and that gives you a platform to reference from this person is like this and therefore this is what I can give. And that mm-hmm. transactional model is what we grow up around money, yeah. time, resources, education. It's all transactional. Yes. Unconditional love. It's very difficult to turn that into something that's transactional. And therefore, as human beings, because it's intangible and it's not transactionable, we struggle to define it and struggle to place it within some kind of framework. And yet most human constructs need some kind of framework or conditions because they help us to understand where we're at in that and how to evolve it going forward to become more progressive rather than to regress. So it sits in that really interesting place where it's not necessarily tangible. It's not something that we can get immediately. It's not something you can grasp with your hands. And yet there is no book or thing. Think, you can't think your way to unconditional love. You can't read your way to unconditional love. No. It actually requires the process of working to find who you are authentically, learning to express that while you start to understand how other people can express themselves. And love comes in so many different forms. Sure. That's another thing that we don't often think about. But really, it starts with the love for yourself. Yeah. It comes from the love to the people surrounding you. But then you have to look beyond that and realize that actually giving love requires you to also give small elements of love to everyone you interact with on a daily basis. So that's a smile to the person you walk in. Yeah, exactly. Kind word to the people hold back a lot of this people hold back like a lot of these like small nice just kind gestures throughout their days they're just like i'm gonna like hold my love or affection kind of hostage and not only give it to certain people i'm like well i think by doing that you're not allowing yourself to be completely loved or completely love yourself like i think it should be part of your daily interactions with everyone Yes, that, that, that little moment of positivity resonance, that smile, that kind word, that compliment, that gives people the key to unlock their love for the world. And once, you, once you're able to do that for yourself, the people close to you, the people you come into contact with, you can then start to have an open up love for the world itself. Yeah. And the wider. Because it's a domino. Because it's a domino effect. If you're like, if I'm have, get buying myself a cup of coffee and the, the person who's making my coffee is really nice and kind and smiles and that, you know, you feel that and you end up having, you know, it affects you and then you give that energy to the next person you interact with. Yeah, exactly. And if anything, it's like a mirror. 
So yeah. you, smile, you smile at the barista, they smile back at you. The barista serves the next person and smiles at them. Exactly. You now go off and smile at the people sat at your table. And it's in, it amplifies. It's, yeah. In so many ways, it's love squared because it spreads very, very quickly. And that's what we shouldn't, that's what we really should be doing. Like, I think there should be like almost like a class or a lesson or this should be on the news. I don't know, like it should be promoted, like we're promoting coronavirus. Like, honestly, it really should. I guess now we'll read some of the responses where some people ask some questions. And some of the questions are interesting because it kind of like talks a little bit, taps into a little bit of what you're discussing there. Um, I'm curious about what you think about each one of these questions. So the first response is from ST from New Jersey. This is what she said. How do you get the balance of loving yourself unconditionally while still pushing yourself to move forward? What are your thoughts on that response? Yeah, can you just repeat that? I lost the second bit. Oh, sorry. So it says, how do you get the balance of loving yourself unconditionally while still pushing yourself to move forward? Yeah, so the the unconditional love really for me, it's not this it's not this allowance to not continue to grow and progress. Mm. Because unconditional love it is a process. As soon as we realize that actually it's something that we cultivate, but it's not something you're gonna perfect. So actually as you move closer to be able to being able to unconditionally love yourself more you actually are still growing and that self right. that self-compassion is really important because in life you're going to go through significant challenges adversity doesn't discriminate and there are going to be times when you actually need to be resilient as a human being and realize that you know you haven't stepped into the challenge as much as you probably should have when you can unconditionally love yourself, you can look at that honestly and say, look, I don't feel like I represented myself in the way that I should have, but I'm not going to beat myself up because I do unconditionally love myself. But I'm go- because of that, because I actually have that deep love for myself, I can say that I didn't do, didn't do what I needed to do in this situation. And what unconditional love is, it actually clears a lot of that fog in your mind and allows you to see when you feel like you actually let yourself down and mm. you didn't do what you needed to do or you treated someone in the way that, you know, you wouldn't like to be treated yourself. It actually gives you the clarity to be honest with yourself, to accept what's happened but to really commit to trying to do better in the future. And that's how we actually grow and continue to move forward by making the mistakes, but not beating ourselves with the stick into submission, but actually being, you know, compassionate to ourselves, loving ourselves. And that acceptance of others allows us to accept ourselves when we've not turned up in the way that we should, when we've not, created exactly what we needed to when we've made a mistake when we've failed and all of a sudden that love can help us sit there with that failure and actually look what happened honestly not trying to avoid it but the love allows us to approach it sure yeah unpick it and not be scared 
because you're not going to let yourself down in your own mind and then beat yourself up continually. Like no, so it's, many people do. Exactly. Like it's like a big key here. Like I guess like what it all comes down to, what you're talking about is forgiveness. Like forgiving where you are and then allowing yourself to grow from that. That is all part of unconditional love. Like I think the more you're able to forgive your actions or like um, develop or progress forward from them, you're able to you're able to have more accept more love for yourself. Like I think your love grows as you grow. Right, your love for yourself will grow as you grow. Yeah, definitely. And again, what you so often find is we place all those conditions on ourselves to get this and to go here and to have this achieved. And it just allows us to be a little bit more flexible with ourselves because we're not always going to hit every target we set. We're not always going to get things right the first time. It allows us to actually be our own individuals with our accepting the fact that we have weaknesses, we have flaws, we have vulnerabilities. But instead of taking that inner baseball bat and bashing ourselves over and over again, once we start to unconditionally love ourselves more, we actually give ourselves a hug. Yes. In these situations, we we don't we're not disconnected from reality, thinking that everything's all right when it's falling apart. We're actually more connected to reality, knowing that things don't always go the way that we planned. And yeah, that is actually how we get better by being able to fail, but stand back up again. Exactly. We almost have our little spirit. When we fall over, it doesn't kick us. It picks us up, gives us a hug and allows us to carry on. Yeah, that's a great point. Like it, like, you know, I think the failures or when we, when we do something that we think is wrong or something like that, it actually, that's where the unconditional love kind of feeds off. That's where it kind of seeps into these doors or seeps into those parts of us. And that's when we feel it. I would say. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I, and I think that that balance, that balance is about the fact that unconditional love is a, a journey in life and so is growing into our potential and experiencing the whole human experience that we have on this planet and as soon as we kind of take away the condition of we must be unconditionally loving at every single point in our lives because now i am an unconditionally loving person yeah so just accept that number one there are times when we're going to put conditions there because we're human <laughs> and it's about trying to do that in the best way that we can as in trying to ensure that our interactions and the people around us and ourselves because so often it starts with yourself yeah it starts with the i and then it becomes the us and, and even more it then becomes the we as we look exactly. at the wider exactly. picture um, exactly but really it starts with it starts with ourselves yeah and by giving ourselves that hug Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's a great point there, and and a nice intro into the next question. Actually, so the next the next response was from Manuel from Paris. This is what he said: seeking unconditional love, either for self or from others, seems unattainable. Is it something we should be trying to find? 
I think that was a great question because like that's kind of like as we've been discussing this, it is a journey. It's not something we're going to reach. It seems to me like it's something we're not going to reach. I don't know if others will say otherwise or yourself, but it's like like we're saying, it's like a journey every time to, um, you know, the more we're able to understand these different parts of ourselves we're opening different doors inside so it allows unconditional love to kind of seep into these doors so really like what do you think like do you think it's something attainable for us um i mean it depends how you define attainable because again if we got out searching for unconditional love like it's a treasure chest then we're going to struggle to really define where it is because it's not something that has a map. So as in like you can't put your hands on it, you can't really grasp it in your hand. So it's like, let it be, it's like the wind. Yeah, it's very much like the wind. And I kind of like to think of it as in some ways, it's a bit like, it's a bit like chiseling a statue. Mm. So I we're not going to go out there and, and find it. It's, it's very much a lifetime's work. Yeah. And we've got to, we've not got to go and find it. We've got to cultivate ourselves to be able to absorb little bits of it along our journey. So it's, it's definitely starts with us as the adventurer and it's not the treasure chest at the end. But actually, it's all the sights and scenes on our journey along the path yeah. that allow us to really start to absorb those elements. And I think when you realize, again, when we go out and try and find it, we're creating conditions. When we don't see it, we're not going to be compassionate with ourselves and we're not going to, we're going to stunt our development by trying to force and conditionalize finding oh, it. Sure. So, it's more organic than it is. So very much like you say, as you go through life, becoming more accepting, finding finding understanding yourself more, being able to express that more, that just opens you. Your, your, your footprint becomes wider because you're able to express yourself. So instead of internalizing yourself and becoming small, you express yourself and you become wide. And that gives you more surface area to absorb the bits of unconditional love that come your way on the journey, but also allows you to amplify unconditional love to other people. So it's so much more than just finding this point in the, this flag in the sand. It's very much this ascent up a mountain of your life. And yeah. there's lots of little bits that you can take and as soon as we try and put it in a box, well, that's we've, we've then tried to create it in yeah, our we've own mind. Try to condition mind. it. Sure, it's like and, people need a like it's like a journey of unconditional love, a journey to f- not to find it, but a journey to express to express it, and I guess feel it. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely to I'd almost say to absorb it because yeah, it, it it's there. In human beings, it's there. But what you find is when you're able to express yourself more authentically, you'll be drawn to people who unconditionally love you and able to express themselves. If you stay very much internalized and have a very fixed idea, 
you will tend to also amplify that out and people will come to you who either are very similar or people who can actually see that you know you're very stuck inside yourself and human beings will try to take those people and change them to their vision because yeah. they can see they haven't got and are able to express themselves so human beings quite like the idea of imprinting their design on others who yes. are not able to express themselves and so often that's when people feel that that becomes what love is someone else trying to take a take a big axe and open me up and get the love out yeah so many people think that that's a great point so many people think that it's like oh you know this person has so many walls up uh, i'm sure if i let those walls down and let that love out that's unconditional love that's that's the real love there so many people think that that's a really 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 great point this kind of seeps into like a, the third response now. This is from Christina from Romania. This is what she said. Some say the closest thing to unconditional love we will ever experience is a mother for their child. When situations arise, do you think it is not possible in other relationships? Mm, so if you kind of look at the mother-child connection, there's certain um, hormonal and neurotransmitter pathways that are exploited within humans um, and they are inbuilt within us and they're designed for evolutionary reasons. Mm. So there is, very, there is very much a uniqueness to the mother-child mm. relationship that has such a, such a chemical effect that it can be very, very, very powerful in inciting this and very powerful and dissolving a lot of barriers. But in the modern world we live in, it can still very easily be shifted. And again, every mother has gone through their own journey. And that in itself makes it quite challenging. But that also means that because it is challenging in the modern world, that actually it's accessible to everyone but it does require us to really have that deep understanding of ourselves to be able to go and express that love for others. Sure. Now, when when I, I speaking would... to a lot of people about this, because I was curious about it with a lot of other people, uh, like a lot of people say like, oh, my, 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 I have unconditional love for my mother or I have unconditional love for my father or I have unconditional love for my siblings and you wouldn't move beyond immediate family. Hmm. And it's, 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 the truth is you spend an awful lot of time with your family in your early years, before you go to school and mix with your peers, so much of your social constructs, so much of your inner, inner talk, inner psyche comes from your parents mm. and the family that you spend a lot of time with. And so much of what you do is modeled from them. And it's true that ultimately as a baby they are the voices that you hear they are the eyes that you see they are that you are connected to them massively in a sensory way they are the hands that touch your skin the the body that you lie on as a baby you hear them you smell them you see them so it's, it's only natural that given the power of how we are you know 
as human beings with our senses being massive ways to connect to anything. I mean, it works exactly the same when you go and walk into the middle of the forest. All of a sudden, all your senses are ignited. The wind blows against your cheeks, your feet on the ground, the tweeting of the birds, the smell of the flowers, the sunlight in your eyes, and anything where you can get that full sensory connection. Very, very strong. Gives us real significance as, as beings on this planet. So given that power... It's absolutely no doubt that so often when we think of unconditional love, it's that, you know, that familial bond because they have in so many ways created you and then created your early years, who you are in those years when ultimately you don't have society's expectations cover, covered, covering you and yeah. all the, because when you're born, you, you're pretty much a set of, algorithms keep you alive and at that point ultimately you then you then start to move through that and yeah you've been in the womb and you will have heard things you will have felt things and you will have shared many ultimately chemical reactions with your mother and that has a massive impact then when you're born still at that point you have no you have no societal imprint and in those first few years Almost all your imprint is from your parents. Yeah. You have parents, obviously. Some people don't, and then they, they end up having to find that elsewhere. And obviously, there's there's many unfortunate young people out there who haven't had that deeper family connection. It's always important to realize just how grateful you should be to have that family unit from such a young age because that gives you something that, unfortunately, some people don't have. Um but when we kind of look at those really deep connections, that works in our favor sometimes when it comes to unconditional love. And yet, again, if your parents are not able to express themselves, it affects you as well. They might like try you, and express you don't know, or you yeah. don't have good families. You're not gonna. Sh- you don't know how or what it feels like to be loved or to yeah. love yourself. So they, they might cause you to suppress. They might try and express through you. There's there's a lot of different dynamics yeah, that, can, projection. that can go on. Yeah. Mm. And and really, that 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 ultimately means that as you go on your journey of unconditional love, it's not limited. You can technically unconditionally love every person on this planet, no matter what they've done, who they are. You really think so? Even your partner? Because a lot of people argue that you cannot love unconditionally like love your partner unconditionally well the truth is as humans our potential is unknowable we could that's true i I could suggest and ultimately validate that we can pretty much do anything yeah however we do live in structures and frameworks so if you're saying if we remove those structures and remove society's expectations, remove all these other expectations that we have, we have capability to love another person, like a, our partner unconditionally. Well, yeah. And, and, and the beauty is that as human beings, we've spent most of our time on this planet fighting with each other. But that yeah. doesn't mean that when something bigger comes along, we stop fighting and join together and fight what's bigger. And that's not conditional. Let's just consider that now, communities have come together to 
fight against COVID, it's something a lot bigger. But all of a sudden, it's bound people together. People yeah, it has, actually. You're right. They know neighbours. They know who's vulnerable in the community, and they've gone to help them. That's and true. It all comes down to how we are as humans. And we do have, uh, you know, all sorts of neurotransmitters that allow us to do certain things. But you know that back in the day when that massive, when those massive uh, saber-toothed tigers came along and there was two massive tribes of humans fighting, trying to kill each other, then all of a sudden they were being attacked by something else. Oxycontin fired and they all suddenly started working together. Yeah, and that wasn't conditional. There wasn't a well. You fight, you fight them with us, and we'll give you some extra food. It was like we're a race together. Let's fight let's, off this front. Let's get together. Yeah, that's and a great let's point. Step into this challenge, and that ultimately means that we we could do that today as humans, and it's a lot less dangerous now. So we're not actually forced to do that. We can choose to go for our life hating every single other person just because. Well, there's not. We're not going to get. We're not going to die by that. <laughs> not, no. not in significant danger. So we don't need to unconditionally love each other. No. And that that's that's probably strangely is our own social construct of making a life that's comfortable and safe and secure means that we don't have to. That's a great point. That's such a great point. We don't need to unconditionally love. If we did, like, if it was part of our that's a really good point. That's probably what's holding us mostly back. We don't need to unconditionally love each other, but we can, and we have the cap. Like you don't know, like you said, human capabilities. We don't know what we what we are completely capable of or or not capable of. So yeah, that's, that's such a great point. Well, thank you so much, Lee. This has been a, a I love this conversation and you've just like, you know, added perspectives to my train of thought. And every time I talk about something even more with a different person, it really expands my, my perspective. And it really shows like when you hear the different responses from the, from the um, listeners that, you know, we all have different experiences. So we all have different, live in different environments, have had different upbringings. So, you know, it really adds to the conversation and it has nothing to do with intellect. It's just, you know, a whole different, different thinking, a different thinking pattern. And I'm so glad that we have these different you know more perspectives that we can gain in um in addressing like a question or talking about something like we can really develop our own understanding or knowing or what we think is is you know more suitable or applicable to ourselves so before we go i want to thank you so much lee for joining the cafe discussion yeah i had a great discussion and a great coffee (laughs) so glad so glad you came on Thank you for listening to the Get to Know You Cafe. If you enjoyed this podcast, rate, review, and share the podcast on Facebook or Instagram. You can tag me at Get to Know You with Tiffany Farrow. Be sure to listen to Tuesday's podcast and send in your responses for us to include next Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe to further deepen dialogue on this topic. If you have any topics you would like us to discuss, be sure to tag me in a post with your question. Join us every Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe.